Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Love Radio Network Worldwide. LoveRadioNetwork.com Educational, inspirational, trending topics, and the hottest hits. With award-winning talk show host and personality. And you made us number one. Thank you. Love Radio Network. Building a network of love. Hello and welcome to the Marriage Can Win Show. And we're your hosts, Eric and Dr. Sakisha Hollick, your relationship experts. We help educate, empower, and encourage couples on developing more effective communication skills, gaining greater control of your finances, and establishing a greater level of intimacy. We invite you to join the conversation with us here on the Love Radio Network. can win show and we are your relationship expert Eric and Dr. Sakisha Heilig and we thank you all of your listeners uh, for returning again on this Tuesday night and it is as usual we have a dynamic dynamic show we have some very special guests tonight and I just am so excited Oh, my goodness, honey. Well, we are super excited. Thank you again to all of our returning listeners. And thank you again for those of you that might be first timers on our show. We are excited tonight. This month of March is our We're Winning But series. And tonight we have a phenomenal show and a dynamic panel of guests uh, lined up for you. We've been talking about couples that may be struggling in different areas in their marriages. You have couples that might be in leadership and, and they're having challenges because they don't know how to balance being a leader and then in managing their ministry or being a leader and balancing their business or being a leader and just maintaining their marriage. So if that's you, we thank you so much for joining. If not, tell a friend. Have someone give us a call at 516-531-9623 and press option one to go live. Tonight we have a guest panel that's going to be on fire. So I hope you have your note paper, your pens ready to take notes because some nuggets of wisdom are going to be flowing over the airwaves this evening. And we are so excited. Tonight we have real couples that are ready to have real conversations that will help you bring about real results so your marriage can win. So let me tell you who we have with us this evening. We have with us from the Orlando, Florida area, we have Pastor Christopher Ball and his amazing wife, Renee Ball. Pastor Chris is an amazing man. I mean, God has used him to speak directly into the lives of so many people and to help deliver some from sickness and help reconcile broken relationships. He serves alongside his wife, Renee, as leaders in their ministry and their business. And they're the pastors over Lifetime Community Church. I mean, in addition to being a pastor, he's also a business owner. He has a successful design and and development business that he runs alongside his wife, um, Lady Renee. And they have projects throughout the state of Florida and on into New Jersey. And they have four amazing kids. They are so adorable. Now, Lady Renee is phenomenal. I mean, she is a design professional with more than 12 years of experience in the design field. They have a residential design and graphics firm that they started in 2006. But in August of 2013, they joined as a team, and that business is now known as the Addison Group. We're going to make sure that you can stay connected with them. 
First Lady Renee has a passion and a heart for serving God and his people and helping young women, especially those who are scarred from the pains of childhood. And she's a true example that faith and trusting in God can heal from all hurt. She's a firm believer that our past should not define who we are. So if you're taking notes today, I want you to write down, my past does not define who I am. So to that lady or that man that's listening out there, that regardless of what you did in your past, you know, God, he's a forgiving God. So just write it down. My past does not define who I am. We also have joining with us another phenomenal kingdom couple, Apostle Dr. Mark T. Jones and his lovely wife, Lady Lisa Jones. They've been married for over 28 years and are the parents of two exceptional children. They have, Lady Lisa is a dynamic woman. She's the founder of It Takes Three, which is a marriage ministry within the framework of the Center of their, uh, for Manifestation, which is their local church in Tampa, Florida. Now, Lady Lisa believes marriage works, but it takes work. So for those of you that are taking notes, write that down. Marriage works, but it takes work. And Dr. Mark Jones is the founding pastor of Manifestations Worldwide Incorporated. Now, they are based out of Tampa, Florida. He's the owner of Manifestations Early Child Care Center. He's the president of Manifest Theological Institute, the overseer of Manifestation City Operations, which includes six properties for families and individuals in transition. Now, he's a sought-after speaker, author, and business leader, and he conducts training and developmental workshops throughout the Tampa Bay area, nationally and internationally. Now, one of the amazing things about Dr. Jones is with his style of presentation, the listeners always encouraged, they're always empowered, and sometimes humored, but they're never left unchanged. Now, I'll tell you, I know them both personally. I know all of them personally, and I tell you, just listening to their bios, that doesn't half of what they're into. And it's amazing to have couples that are in ministry, that are in business, and they have families that they take care of. So talking about balance. So this is where we're going to find out how do you balance all of what you're doing and all of your areas of your life. I'm like, wow. <laughs> all right. So I want everyone to give, and uh, I know that we're on the radio, but make sure you give a virtual round of applause to Pastor Chris and Lady Renee Ball and Dr. Mark Jones and his lovely wife, Lady Lisa. <laughs> yes. And do know that you can call in 516-531-9623 and press 1 at any time to ask questions. So we have a dynamic show. So Dr. Apostle Mark and Pastor Chris, Lady Renee and Lady Lisa, how are you all doing this evening? All doing very well. well. All right. We've got so much information to cover Tonight, so we're going to just hit the ground running. Is that all right? Yeah. So for those couples out there that are listening, you heard me read their bios and all the amazing things that these couples are a part of. And my question to the ladies, I'm going to start with the wives, is what's one of the most common reasons why you see so many couples struggling when, you know, they're leaders in ministry, they're leaders in their business, and then they're trying to manage their homes as well. Because as wives, you know, we wear so many hats. Um, Lady Lisa, what what are your thoughts yes. on that? Um, I would think that, well, I would say that one of the things that I see is a um, common reason why couples struggle is um, lack of communication or improper communication and also misplaced priorities. Okay. So the communication and the misplaced priorities. All right, Lady yeah. Renee, what about you? What are your thoughts? I would have to agree with that. Those were my top two also, um, lack of communication and also trying to please everyone, which would constant, um, uh, be the same as misplaced priorities. Wow. That's awesome. That's a... a Definitely, that's you're hitting the nail on the head because a lot of times it's 
it can be challenging for women when we're supporting. You have husbands that are leaders in ministry, leaders in business, and then and then there are leaders at home. So then we're still trying to wear the hats because we're, you know how they say that the, the husband is the head and we're the, the neck that turns the head. So we're trying to manage a lot of the day-to-day operations and we're still trying to do what we're called to do, whether it's business, whether it's ministry, whether it's family. So we do a lot of things at, at one time and it seems like, you know, we sometimes, well, at least I'll speak for myself. I found myself falling into a, a, a position of, of trying to people please. And I had to learn to pull myself out of that, which can be challenging. Did either one of you, well, I know Lady Renee, you said people pleasing can be uh, a challenge. What about for you, Lady Lisa? I agree. I think, you know, I told my husband early in ministry, um, when we started ministry, that it would be difficult for me to, you know, find that place because oftentimes I think, and I told him when, as a, as a first lady, a pastor's wife, I have it labeled in your community, um, they see the pastor, but they watch the first lady to see how she responds, to see her demeanor. And I think the pressure and the expectations of, you know, ministry in itself can be overwhelming and just to give you a brief, when I first, when my husband first told me that we were coming into ministry, I panicked. And I know that was one of your questions for later, but I panicked and I was checking my level of um, adequacy to see how adequate I would be to help him lead, you know, the way God wanted him to do. And I remember I was working, I was, at, I was working at the bank and I was just having this overwhelming thought. And I remember standing there, you know, in that moment to myself asking God, I'm like, God, you have a sense of humor because you're calling me of all people to walk alongside of my husband into ministry. And I remember him telling me in just a very still small voice, if you just take heed of being a woman of God, everything that is needed for you, every role and responsibility that's needed for you, mother, wife, pastor's wife, leader, will fall into its prospective place. And, and that was one of those internal resolves for me to just know that God called me to it, so he'll equip me to do what I need to do in the capacity I need to do it. Wow. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Renee, do you have anything to add? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's hear from the man. Now, as leaders and pastors and, and, and apostles, uh, tell me, how do you find, um, I know for me in ministry, uh, it's a balance. And I had to learn because I had one point, I spend all my time in, in, in church and in ministry and, and seem like my family was second. How do you balance, uh, Apostle and, and Pastor? How do you guys balance ministry and business um, also with your family? Well, uh, I can tell you that years back, um, at the, particularly at the beginning of our, our church, uh, nearly uh, 19 years ago, I, I remember looking at looking at my schedule and I, everything was on it but balance. And I just I made a decision that um, I was going to prioritize, you know, accomplishing some sense of, of balance within the framework of the way we do things. You know, I guess I, I learned that um, life is not going to hand you balance, uh, so I have to hand it to myself in the form of a schedule and just being a little bit more. Um, thoughtful and mindful about the way things are flowing. Um, you know, I also learned that balance is sort of elusive. You know, what's balanced one season becomes imbalanced another season if we don't change something. You know, we've got to add something, take something away, and, and in essence, keep striking balance. And uh, I had to learn that balance, it doesn't happen on its own. You know, balance doesn't, you know, it's not going to just self-create. We have to we have to uh, create that balance as a matter of our priorities and recalibrating, you know, reorganizing our lives and reorganizing our schedules to make sure we keep achieving balance. Okay, okay, Pastor Chris, tell me your hey. take on balance and all that you're doing. Absolutely, um, yeah. If you're if you're not careful, you could be run right. You could be you could run ragged just um, being pulled left and right, you know, without prioritizing. Um, 
but one thing I have um, realized is, is is really, of course, family is is in front. Of course, with, with of course your relationship with the Lord and family, and then everything else. And so I we put those things in place, spending time with my wife and the kids, and making sure that they get their time, and also um, spending time um, just intimacy with the Lord. Um, and I, and what I noticed is just spending time with the Lord, it drowns out all the unnecessary stuff that pulls at me that that's really not important. And so then that puts everything else into place on what comes next, what I need to jump on right after and, and so on and so forth. But the, the, the Lord putting him in front and spending that time, it, it clears the, the cloud and the dust and bring everything down so I can see clearly. And then, of course, the family, um, because you, you don't want to be winning in business and ministry and failing in family. So um, I believe it's, it's like those are like the main priority, seeing balance in that area. And, of course, you, you want to, of course, allocate time for the other stuff. But, yeah, but in the, to be honest with you, sometimes I don't know how – we do it, but, but, we, but we, we're pushing and we thank God, you know. It's, it's just a blessing and an honor to do what we do for people and family. Now, do you also have time for date night? Because I know it's kind of hard to be in, in the heavenlies and then, then come back down to be professional because you both work in your business. Now, when do you have time for romance? Well, we, we make time. I mean, uh, for us, Typically, our date night is Friday night, uh, and, you know, and, and the assumption, and we've been married almost 29 years, the assumption is that an aging marriage doesn't need the same maintenance as a new marriage, and that's a false assumption. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we just, we make time. We just carved out Friday night as our date night. Um, you know, we we never, during the course of a year, I mean, we take a vacation or two, um, we try our best to get away here and there on the weekend. So it's 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 not a, like I said, it's not about hoping and wishing that one day these things happen. They, they just have to become a priority. Okay. Uh, now has has there been? And this may be this is off the off the the charts, but has has there been uh, most recently a challenge um, in your marriage? And uh, can you share how you've overcome that? So that way, other couples that are that are listening um, can have that tip. I would I would say um, challenges happen in marriages, whether they are um, major or minor. I think how we focus on them is what determines how we get out of them. And so one of the things that you know, Mark and I, we in our you know earlier. In our relationship, we allowed a lot of minor things to really um, undermine us in our marriage, and our focus was so off because we were majoring on minor things and minoring on the major things. So the things that should have been um, order of importance became a challenge for us because we didn't, and I'm sorry, the things that should not have been that major for us became major because we didn't have the same perspective. And so when it comes to challenges, um, what Mark and I have learned to do over the years, because it has taken time for us to really understand, is this really um, something that we should be in, at odds about or is this a distraction? And and so we decided, you know, to, to re- see each other new every day, you know, and have, a, have that time to where we can, you know, talk about the issue or whatever. So we try not to go long without communicating, even if it's a sensitive subject, about what what one or the other one is feeling. So challenges will happen in a relationship, no matter how spiritual you are, how much, you know, you have to just learn how to, you know, choose your battles wisely in, in some cases. Okay, great, great. Uh, and also callers, uh, you can dial in and ask questions, 516 516- Five three one nine six two three, and the questions are open. You can call in if you have any types of questions. Give us a call now, Chris and Renee. Tell us also mm-hmm. about maybe uh, similar questions, some challenges, and maybe what you've done to to overcome them. Okay, um, I, I really couldn't think of 
much. Um, <laughs> we were here to <laughs> just kind of just just thing about, but more so, I would say. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I would say it wouldn't really be in our marriage, um, but more so um, balancing ministry versus um, family and the business. Yeah. Okay. So then my yeah. question to both couples would be, what kind of, of poli- I don't want to say policies, but what kind mm-hmm. of boundaries or that have you guys implemented, if any, to make sure that, you know, your business life doesn't cross over to your ministry life or, or into your marriage, mm-hmm. if that makes sense? Because they have times where you're functioning in position of a leadership and the husband's the head of the household. And just say you have a business where maybe the wife took the, the leadership role in the business because that's one of her strengths and, and talents. What kind of boundaries or did you put in place to help achieve that balance, if that makes sense? Yeah, you were, one of the things that you I think you were talking about was uh, what most couples struggle with, with, with separating all of that. And I, I want to throw this out there first. Um, you know, there are time, many times what we do as couples or, or we do as individuals trying to create businesses or create ministries, we focus more on um, establishing it before us. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that we have to do is make sure that we establish a firm us. You know, there's him and there's her, but many marriages don't have an us, where it's us dealing with the business, us dealing with the ministry, us dealing with the challenges. And so if we don't have that firm us, then those things begin to bring uh, a a division because we didn't focus on firming us up first. I can tell you from a a very personal standpoint, you know, I pastor a large church, a whole lot of wheels turning. We do ministry seven days a week. I don't like talking about ministry when I come home. I just don't, and I, I sort of uh, I've talked to my wife about this, and, and I, I endeavor that uh, when I'm home, I'm home. Let's talk about us. Let's deal with us. Let's deal with our family. Let's deal with our challenges that are here at home. Uh, let's not talk about the the things of God, the people of God, as, as it were. They'll, they'll be there when we get back there or whatever it may be. Uh, so personally, that was a kind of uh, emotional lines that I like to draw and, and I like to sort of compartmentalize that that this is us, I'm me. And so, you know, really make separate places within myself for those things. That's powerful. So for those of you that are taking notes, make sure you write that down. Don't establish it before us. So Pastor Chris and, and Lady Renee, we'd like to get your take on that on that question. So um, I would say as far as, uh, and and that was really, really good stuff, uh, Apostle. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I would say for us as far as boundaries and and struggles with boundaries, um, it would be um, what I've I've found that worked really well for for us is I see Lady Renee's strength, and and I just run with that, and just developing confidence in her ability to just let her handle it. And so that kind of creates, even in, for business, if she's good in a certain thing, I just let her run with it, and she sees my my strength in a certain area, and I run with it. So if it's, if I'm good with estimating and doing the contracts and stuff like that, I run with that. But as far as just, um, com- you know, things in its own category, we, we allocate time, you know, throughout the day for just business hours, of course, and then uh, ministry um, will come on certain days that we would we would um, deal with ministry stuff and of course like the accounting and all that good stuff. Um, and then, I mean, we have the construction business and the design, so we <laughs> simultaneously yeah. handle those. Yeah. So. Wow. You know that's that's, good. that's excellent. Um, and I always talk to people about when it comes to marriage. Because, um, you know, people take take certain things literally. They're like, oh, the, the man is supposed to be the head of the household and this, this, and that. And I'm like, that doesn't mean he's a dictator. Um, he doesn't. <laughs> that, right. It's, it's, it's a teamwork. 
And so if mm-hmm. your wife is better in one area, you know, my wife is a pharmacist, you know, by, by, by trade, I'm not going to be trying to say, oh, take this medicine or you need to go do this and do that. I'm not going to step out of my <laughs> mouth just because I'm a husband. I, you know, I'm going <laughs> to sound foolish, you know. And yeah. and so I'm I'm going to allow her to take the lead on things that she's an expert or she has wisdom and, and knowledge because that's what makes us a team, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Her giftings are going to be different than my giftings. Her talents are going to be different from my talents. Her education in certain areas or expertise is going to be different than my expertise. But together, we mm-hmm. can conquer everything. Um, with yeah. both of our talents, both of our strengths, instead of this one person being the dictator. So yeah. I, I love that way you guys were explaining that. That is so awesome. That is awesome. awesome. All right. So I know we're going to be um, taking a break in a minute. So just a reminder to callers, if you want to get your question or comment addressed before we go to a break, give us a call at 516-531-9623. Again, 516 516- Five three one nine six two three, and press option number one to to go live on the air. But I mean, what you were saying um, before was so dynamic, and that those words, you know, for me, I'm one of those those visual people. I just when I heard uh, Pastor Chris say "run with it," to me that was so encouraging to because you have um, the couples. You know, we've come into contact with so many couples and. There's that that dynamic. I guess you could say things like pride and things um, come along, and they can impact their marriage. It can impact the way that the two of them communicate and work together. And I love what Apostle Mark said: "Was when I'm home, I'm home." You know, he's like, <laughs> "I prioritize things." You know, I've I've given my time and attention to ministry. I've given my time and to attention to business now when I'm home I'm home and I'm not going to allow pride to say okay um I think that um how do you say this I don't you're not going to allow pride to to impact the decisions you're confident in who you are so I just want to encourage those couples out there that's listening to be mindful that you can establish those boundaries you can feel free to remove pride because pride is something that can definitely negatively impact your marriage and learn to allow your your spouse to to run with it to allow them to flow freely in their giftings and remember don't establish it before us so for those couples out there that are listening that are in business you know hey we can't establish the it before the us just remember keep god in the center Make sense? Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, um, we have about, what, three minutes. But um, it's, this is great because uh, Sakisha and I, um, you know, we'll, we have a passion in helping couples uh, in areas of communication, finance, and intimacy. And, you know, put that into what, you know, you guys are doing. I mean, ministry by itself is something, and, and, and business, and then family, and then children. My goodness. I am, I'm like, this is just really some good keys and strategies. Um, so what do we have? About two more minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two more minutes. So uh, callers out there and listeners, this is some good wisdom and knowledge tonight. I mean, we have the wisdom here. Uh, so we're going to have about maybe like a minute or so left. But when we come back from our break, do call in with your questions. Don't be shy. Just call in. Call in at 516 516- Five three one nine six two three and press one because this is the night to get some wisdom and and some tips and strategies. I mean, this has been great. Yes, we're having we're real couples having real conversations to help you design or to get real results so your marriage can win. And this is really important. You have pastors, you have leaders in ministry that are here tonight. We have. Those that are, you know, they're flowing in business, they're flowing in marriage, they're flowing in ministry, and no one is saying that everything is perfect, but they're showing you that they have experience under their belt. They've been through some things, and we're not here to judge. We're not going to say, hey, you know, I'm a member of your church. Don't judge me. We're here to help. So that is what this call is all about. So we're going to get ready to take a quick break. Make sure you have your questions ready your comments ready because this is this is dynamic and i'm sure 
this is setting some people free. You know, to hear the husband saying, hey, I encourage my wife to run with it. Hear, hearing, the, hearing the husband say, hey, when I'm home, I'm home, which tells you it can be done. So for that wife that's listening or that husband that's listening, feeling that, you know, just things are out of balance, you can be the change you want to see in your relationship. Implement these tips, these tools and strategies that you are getting tonight to be the change you want to see. So we're going to break now, but we will be right back. We're super, super excited. Oh! Brothers and sisters, I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. How can it be? Dad would never drive. Come on, guys. Seriously? 
Time for a change. Mix it up a little. Hey, Mercedes. How about a car I can park in the street? How about something for a guy who doesn't want a corner office? Hey, Mercedes. Not everyone went to law school. You've heard of a touchscreen, right? Hello? Hey, Mercedes. I don't even own a tie. You think I need a mahogany dashboard? Hey, Mercedes, can you make it a little cooler in here? I'm setting the temperature to 68 degrees. Hey, Mercedes, is Thai kitchen open? We hear you. We made a car that does, too. The 2020 A-Class, starting at 32800 Welcome back. Welcome back to the Marriage Can Win show. We are so excited. As usual, we're just bubbling up with excitement. And tonight with these dynamic couples, oh my goodness. And man, we are just ready to even get into more deeper. And what do you think? Oh, okay. (laughs) My wife here is so excited. She's saying, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) But we want to get back into it. We want to talk a little bit more about some um, communication and, and, uh, and maybe some finances. Because in this day and time, there's so much going on. Couples are looking at their 401ks and they're dropping like crazy. Um, they're looking at retirement. So their plans have drastically changed. In this day and time, we're like, you know, we really got to understand how to spell budget. I mean, really, really got to go into it. And so um, we have a question for um, our, our dynamic panel for those couples that are like in a state of panic right now, like my husband said, there's a drop in the, a drastic drop in the stock market. The 401ks could be decreased by 30 to 40%. What is your word of encouragement or, or your tools or strategies that you would offer to those cus- those couples right now that are like, oh my God, what, we're, what are we going to do? Um, we'll start with, with Pastor Mark. What's your take on that? Yeah, I, I say the fear, fear not. You know, my my experience in the market is that everything that goes down comes back up. You know, there are so many people that when these kind of uh, when these kind of things begin happening, they begin bailing out, and that's why they lose instead of just you know really follow those who do well in it. And those who really do well for a long time know that everything that goes down comes back up. Um, I also I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but if couples will take time to put away at least six months' worth of their budget uh, in savings, untouched and unneeded, then when these variables go on, it, it doesn't really matter because they had a plan. You know, Scripture says, Give portion of seven and unto eight, for you do not know what should befall you upon the earth. So I really believe couples should prioritize putting away six months' worth of their savings or worth of their budget in savings. Uh, get rid of debt. Get rid of debt. Get out of debt. Um, you know, also diversify and make sure you got multiple ways that you're getting paid and uh, keep your credit in shape. So I really do. The, the real answer is fear not. Just don't walk in fear. I think, you know, along with what Mark just said, you know, I also want to just add in some of the things that, you know, with what's going on now with the market and finances and in relationships and everything. I, I know stress you know, is dealt with different from different people. You know, everybody deals with stress differently. And I think what's going on now with the crisis, financial, you know, questions, everything is happening. What is starting to really, really be the test is our core needs and our core values are really being tested. So when we have the market taking, you know, a drop or looking a little weird, it's, it's, challenging our security, our security in our marriage, our security, you know, in, you know, society and all these other things, which also challenges our identity. Who am I if I lose everything or who am I if I gain anything? And those are false, you know, securities that we have adapted because of what the bank account looks like. So with those stressors, it goes back to now having us 
questioned so many things. And like I said, you know, our identity is at stake. You know, our belong. Where do we belong in a community if we lose everything? And the truth of not dealing with some of those hidden fears. And you know, what is our purpose? You know, so again, um, not allowing those things to. Our fears always challenge our core needs. Okay. Pastor Chris and Renee, do you have? Uh, can you add anything um, that you sure. want? To, uh, okay, good. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think in addition to 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 that, take time to breathe. <laughs> take the time to breathe because we can run around. Some of us run around like chickens without heads, you know, yes. trying to fix yes. everything. We can't fix everything. We mm-hmm. cannot fix everything. We must take the time to breathe and look at the little things like, now our kids are home with us now because of what's going on around us and mm-hmm. we are spending more time with them so we're looking more at the positive than you know the the negative yeah and mm-hmm. I, I would also add to it and thanks Dave that's, that's really good um, I'll also add as well to that in in times like these where you you feel like everything is falling apart and that you're losing ground and you're losing um, things that you trust in. I believe it's a, like essential time to really look within yourself, because um, like um, you met, um, was mentioned earlier about our value system and where our identity is in, in the, is, is in the external stuff that that can be shaken. And I believe mm-hmm. if we shift the focus to um, the mm-hmm. values inside, not just me, but on on the one who put the gift inside of you. Um, these things are, are more eternal and you can be, um, I don't want to say self-sufficient, but the Lord could put you in a way where he'll give you, he'll drop an idea on you that will sustain you throughout the, the famine. Just like with Isaac, he told him to sow in the famine and he reaped, you know, a hundredfold return. And so I believe it's even in the famine, in the hard time. And I mean, not everybody has the, the the godly faith, but I believe it's applicable to to whoever has the ear to hear. You know, in in the in the hard times and the lean times, it's, it's time for us to utilize innovation and um, open ourselves up to to see new new norms, new ideas. You know, give way to solving problems and issues. You know, uh, I believe now is the time we should be looking ahead six months. Um, what if we're all shut down? How does people get food to their houses, you know, what kind of system we could put in place to help, how, you know, about medication, and all, all these different little things. Um, and so we were working with a few people, a few clients on, on different things for like what they call a, apocalyptical ideas. And so it's just stress stepping out of the comfort zone and, and, and not just letting fear grip you like okay. a possible and you know what you're saying is is so powerful, um, and this may sound uh, weird. I keep thinking about this quote I've heard that sometimes good things fall apart so great things can fall together, and wow. it's during this time that couples, you know, you need to you have to put down that cell phone and spend quality time and reinvesting your marriage. This is the time where you spend quality time and 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 you know start taking so more. A greater responsibility even for our kids because you know they're going through this phase where they're just getting back into learning you know the schools are shut down you have so much going on but you see these family units coming together it's more like a family and even where we live you know connecting with neighbors people you don't know they're posting messages on this group hey if anybody needs this i have excess this i have excess toilet paper i have excess masks you know you have some your family has some and we start to really understand the concept of family and it's not just like a blood relative it's hey your neighbor you need i have it's yours and it's i'm starting to see a mindset shift so for me I'm, I'm, I'm don't want to look at it from a panic perspective. It's like, okay, God, what are you doing? What am, I, what are we to right. learn from this? And I'm learning more just about the 
importance of pouring into your marriage because you can't just go out and you know oh go to the movies no that's shut down all the distractions a lot of them are getting shut down yeah Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, this is the time. I know, like, I, she said it so eloquently. I love that. Um, but, yeah, this is, like, the time where you say things are, t- are torn down, but this is actually the time to be just really building up because this is a time mm-hmm. where you your communication comes into play. This is where you actually are together. You actually begin mm-hmm. to speak and talk and communicate, spend time with your children. And this is a time where you can plan. When, thing, when, when the world is slowing down, this is where you can speed up in your planning, preparing mm-hmm. for once we get through this. It's really a time mm-hmm. of really building up. This is where you put your plans in for your finances. You're planning yeah. for about uh, your retirement, your, your education, mm-hmm. your um, if you want to go on vacations. And like, like the apostle said, to put, put that uh, the rainy day funds in together. Um, really, it's that time. It's that time to really talk uh, talk to your spouse and really appreciate. You know, I was asked uh, a question um, about marriage. Like, you know, they were like, "What are what are the benefits of being married?" Well, this is the time that you can say, "Here are the benefits when you have someone that you know that is there for you." And then yeah. this is the time of challenging. You can depend on them. You know, with your life, with your your yeah. family. With your finances, I mean, mm-hmm. with everything, you know, when when, when people are like fearful and they, they don't know when to end or or when to uh, you know what what's the next step. This is the time where you have someone there on your team that you can depend on, and so that's the meaning of of marriage. I, I think what the benefit, one of the benefits of being married. And something that I keep hearing that's standing out that you guys said earlier, I keep hearing the don't establish it before us. And that's when we were talking about like the businesses and boundaries. And I heard, you know, I keep hearing over and over again when you were talking, when Pastor Chris was talking about allowing your wife to to just run with it. So, um, Lady Renee and Lady Lisa, can you you tell me a little bit more about these boundaries that that you can that are designed to help the couples on the same page? Do you mind elaborating on that a little bit more for us? Um, For myself, I had to learn how to establish boundaries with learning how to respect my husband's um, leadership because coming into this marriage, I did not. Well, I had a submission issue, and I had a problem with authority, and it was one of those things like, okay, you're married, and your husband is your authority figure, so you have to learn how to submit. So because of my childhood, I resisted um, submission, and so what I had to learn to do is go through my healing process, first of all, but realize whatever I do as a woman, I can't allow myself to become uncovered. So God put my husband in my place to be my spiritual covering, but not only that, he's my covering in the natural because he's my husband. So I had to learn over the years to submit, how to submit, and that in submission that I didn't lose myself, um, and that submission wasn't a bad thing. So for myself, learning those boundaries had to come into a place knowing, again, I can't allow myself to be uncovered at any time because I know the detriments of that as a woman. And so I have to honor him as my husband, but also honor him as my um, spiritual leader as well. And whenever, you know, there's a quick story that I normally share with people when I, when I got into a posture of dishonor, you know, all hell broke loose in my life personally. And it's like, okay, nothing is working for me. And so I remember one night we had a disagreement and he wasn't hearing me as a husband should hear a wife. So I'm like, okay, Lisa, remember, don't allow yourself to become open. So I go out on my patio, make it really quick. I went out on my patio and I called my pastor, which is Mark. So I'm like, hey, I need to speak to the Apostle Jones. And he at first, you know, didn't take me serious, but he was able to see, you know, that no matter you know, how much direction he gave, he needed to now, you know, see me also in a different way. And so we had to learn that I respect him as my covering. Even if I don't agree with him, I have to remember spiritually he has me covered, you know. And so that was my boundaries to learning how to submit to him as he submits to God by faith. 
Wow. That's that's powerful. Renee, I'd like to hear from you, and then we have a question that came in. Okay. So in the beginning, I was that type of wife that wanted to do everything, make sure everything is in place, you know, in the ministry and, you know, running around, making sure everybody is okay, reaching out to people who wants to meet, you know, and stuff like that. And then one day I remember I was getting in to the car to pull out the driveway and, and um, pulling out the garage and my husband stopped and said, don't carry the ministry on your shoulder. That is for me to do. And um, he went on to say, you know, I want a wife, not a ministry partner. And so right then and there was when I was just like, okay, (laughs) I get you. And so that's when I actually had to sit back and reflect on, on everything that I was doing and realizing that it was actually stressing me out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize it. Wow. So, yeah. Well, I had, um, that's powerful. And it's so funny that, I don't want to say it's so funny that you said that. It's amazing that you said that because I just had someone reach out to me. And they said, what do you do if you're a couple in ministry and you're working in various leadership roles? You're functioning as a counselor. You own businesses. But what do you do when you're at the point of feeling overwhelmed and you don't have that outlet available to you to either vent or to be built up in order to remain Mm -hmm. effective in everything that Mm -hmm. you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of, I mean, you, most of the time, those of us that are always making sure everybody else are, is all right have a hard time receiving that God sends those people in our lives that are there to do the same thing. You know, and yeah. we, we many of us have a hard time learning how to just receive um, those mm-hmm. individuals that come in our lives just to be a blessing. You know, I have mm-hmm. a hard time believing that God created an ecosystem around a tree and not around me. And mm-hmm. so there are many, many times we, we, especially those of us that are busy, we fail to connect to people that God put in our lives that are just there for our well-being and to pour in our lives because we're we're so busy thinking we have to reciprocate to them and that's not that's not what those relationships are for. Right. Well so good. That's awesome. So we have to be I think we have we have to be intentional about mm-hmm. about uh leaning into relationships that God put there just to nourish us, you know. And yeah. those mm-hmm. of us that keep pouring out, pictures can be filled by glasses. We need right. other pictures that pour into us. Wow. Good. I like that. That's Pictures true. can be filled by glasses. I like that. Plus, we got to have a cup that doesn't have a hole in the bottom, so you're trying to pour in and just go straight out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That okay. is awesome. Well, we have about eight minutes left. If we have any quick calls that want to dial in, do call in 516-531-9623. Press 1. And I do want to say super duper uh, thank you to that um, person that reached out to us. And I do have another question because I've, I've been thinking about this where you have couples that are working in marriage. I mean, they're, they're married, of course. <laughs> um, they're working in business. They're, they're working in ministry. But there's a, an issue where, say, perhaps the trust has been broken in their mm-hmm. relationship. How do they mm-hmm. continue to function if that trust level has been broken? Well, I, I want to address that first of all by saying that one of the one of the healthiest ways to demonstrate respect for your marriage is by putting boundaries in place. There are just certain things that, as a married man, um, I don't do, and we have to we have to if we really value our marriages, we got to put those boundaries in place. You know, uh, I don't go behind closed doors with a woman. No woman's getting in my car and riding nowhere, you know, having conversations my wife couldn't be party to. Those are things that we just don't do. I mean, if, if it's innocent, it can be open. It can be an open book. So we got to, if we want trust to be at an all-time high, we we have, we have must establish boundaries. Um, there also, there needs to be accountability. If you want trust to be at an all-time high, we need to take our spouse as an accountability partner. 
You know, if some guy comes on to my wife, I'm the first person she tells. And if some woman, even in the church, if they come on to me, my wife is the first person I, I expose women to who, who flirt or try to come on. I, you know, I, I say it like this. If you don't care about my marriage, I don't care about your feelings. And so we <laughs> expose those individuals. I like yeah, we do. That. We've had we've had several leave our church because they were attracted to me, not the spiritual leadership. And uh but we, we just dealt with it straightforwardly and they, they had to leave. So accountability, um, transparency and another big another big one to establishing trust is consistency. You know, and we need to do what we said, when we said, how we said, and if the plan changed, we need to communicate the communicate the change. You know, we like I said earlier, even though we've been married 29 years almost, if my wife leaves home or wherever, she says, hey, I'm on my way to such and such. You know, if I leave work, I'm coming home, hey, I'm going to the gym or I'm, I'm going to stop here. Do you need anything from the store? But you know where I am, who I'm with, what I'm doing, and it's so open. You can come where I am at any time. You know, you can be involved in any conversation. There's no conversation I need to have that... It's private from you. You know, uh, I don't have any Fort Knox passwords on anything. You know, you can get into anything you need to get into because that vulnerability, transparency, accountability has to be there in order for the trust tank to be full. That's good. That's good. That is powerful. Pastor Chris, do you have any, or or Renee, do you have anything you want to add? We have about four minutes. Yeah, I'll just say something real quick. Uh, as far as like, and and that was so rich right there, the apostle shared. Thank you. Um, yeah, as far as like trust, I know in rebuilding, definitely it, it takes time, and you gotta really earn it, you know, mm-hmm. and you gotta demonstrate because because you you know you lost it, so you definitely have to earn it, and it takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not overnight. You know, you could build for a long time and lose it. In a second, you know, so I believe this person has to give himself some time to rebuild and to reestablish and, and to, you know, force, mm-hmm. you know, uh, open book, you know, no, no, uh, it's no secret, you know, um, live, 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 live in the open. Wow. So that's powerful. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. what we'd like what we'd like to do is um, we'd like for each of you, um, Apostle Mark and Pastor Chris, if each of you could just take a moment and tell our listeners where they can contact you. And how they can contact and you. How. Social media, yeah. your ministry, your location. Okay. Well, um, this is uh, this is Apostle Jones and we're located in Tampa, Florida, thirty one oh two East Lake Avenue, manifestation is worldwide. Uh, you can also visit our website at www.centerformanifestation.com. Uh, and we, you know, we are on um, YouTube. We do a live streaming broadcast there every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. We have two services that stream live at Manifestations Worldwide. Uh, I also want to shout out real quick that this, we just started, uh, I just started a brand new podcast, Helping Leaders to Achieve Balance called uh, Live Long, Lead Well, and it's on Spotify and on Anchor. Awesome. 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 So definitely, if you send us those links, we will post those as well. All right. Pastor Pastor Chris. Chris? Oh, awesome. All right. My name is Pastor Chris, and I'm pastor at Lifetime Community Church, and we're at 69 55 Hanging Moss Road, 6955 Hanging Moss Road, Orlando, Florida. And the website is www.lifetimechurch.tv, www.lifetimechurch.tv. And our, our email address is info at lifetimechurch.tv. Awesome, awesome. This was such a power-packed night we had some power pack couples on tonight, and man, they were just kicking the uh, the wisdom and knowledge tonight, I tell you. And they were transparent, and they were real raw and relevant. Now, 
that's what we like, and that's why we are just so excited to bring to our listeners every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock on the Love Radio Network. Also, we can be reached 24 hours a day uh, at our podcast, Marriage Can Win Podcast.com. And also, you can catch some of our previous shows here at the Love Radio Network. You can catch up with those previous shows at any time. But Keisha, I am so excited, uh, especially during these times of uncertainty. Now that the nation is being kind of coming to a standstill, that everyone knows in their relationship, individually relationships, that they have to depend. No matter what key strategies and tools that you come up with, with plans, you have to recognize that you need God the Father in your life and acknowledge Him in all thy ways and everything ministry, business, in your day-to-day life, your relationships. And that's why we only, only, only acknowledge God in our relationship and all that we do. My beautiful wife, I love her with all my heart and I'm so, so happy to have her in ministry, business, and in everything. As And I'm going to turn it over to her to give the last few words. <laughs> Well, first of all, I just I thank you again, Apostle Mark, um, Pastor Chris, and Lady Renee, and Lady Lisa. Thank you all so much. We really, we really appreciate having you guys on the show. And just a reminder for those of you out there, if you know, don't allow yourself to be shaken by what you see that's going on in the world. That God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. And we just want to remind the couples out there tonight that you can be the change you want to see in your relationship. You've been equipped with tools and strategies that you can implement right away to help your marriage to win. So with you know, from our hearts to yours, just remember, you can be the change you want to see in your relationship. And we thank you guys so much for joining us tonight for this real conversation with real couples designed to help you get real results so your marriage can win. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon. We want to thank all of our listeners for joining us on today's show. Let's keep the conversation going. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter under Marriage Can Win. You can also visit us at marriagescanwin.com. Remember, you can be the change you want to see in your relationship. Until next time.